beautiful people, the beautiful people. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you listening, screw motherfucker! I lost my breath. Hey everybody, you're listening to The Screw with Felicia Rose and Halo. I didn't like that one, let me do it again. <laughs> Hey everybody, you're listening to The Screw with Felicia Rose and A-Love. Hey, what's up? This was like a butthole. I don't like that it's showing the little thing at the bottom corner either. Oh, I can't even see that from here. It's like super annoying. Oh, you poor thing. Your butthole experience. You know why? You know why? <laughs> Did you say it looks like a butthole? Yeah, look at it. The inside looks like a little butthole. It does kind of look like a butthole. Okay, we're recording, so maybe just black your screen out for now. Oh, yeah, that's a really good idea. Let's do that. Oh, wait, this one looks really cool. Oh I, I of the uterus? Tell me how cool that is. I thought is. you just said uterus. Eye <laughs> of the uterus. Uh, you got the eye of the uterus. Okay. All right. <laughs> we, we had the... <laughs> so distracted. So to explain what the fuck we're talking about, Aaron... <laughs> wait, what did you Google to get this? Uh, mandala fractals. Okay. Whoa. That's what he Googled to get here onto YouTube videos. And they're all like, you know, mandala shapes that they're like all expanding. It looks like kaleidoscopes kind of style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's moving and it's very distracting. I'm getting dizzy. <laughs> and I'm going to throw up. <laughs> look, it's Buddha. Oh my God, my head. Oh okay. My God, it's off. It's off. Okay. Okay. Holy shit. That's <laughs> Talking, I got really entranced, and then I got like hope, like, are you trying to fucking uh hypnotize me? No, I love you. I love you. I feel hypnotized. Yeah, yeah. No, we got a line out the door for what the plot? No, for after I hypnotize you. Oh, you want to turn this off? Yeah, there's too much going on my eyes, my 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 visual field. I'm leaving all of this in the fucking podcast, you know, torture. I expected absolutely nothing less. Um. So what were we talking about when we last left off? I don't know. This is I don't know where this is gonna go. So, uh, well, we have a couple of line items somewhere oh, in this podcast we? night. Oh well, first off, um, how was your experience with your new sex toy from Goddess Christina? Oh, you mean from headquarters? Athena's. Yeah, of, from Athena's. It's called Headquarters. And yeah. explain what this is for people that didn't listen to our last episode. If you didn't and you're interested in purchasing sex toys, please visit goddesschristina.com or um, just Google goddess7840 and that will bring up Christina and she is a um, Athena's home novelties sex toy slanger. <laughs> slanger, I yeah, love it. She slangs the sex toys. So anyway, so explain what it is that you received from Goddess okay. Christina. So I received this like beautifully like packaged uh sleeve, I guess is what it's called, which is like like a flesh like a wizard sleeve? <laughs> no. Um no much tighter than that. Um it was it's like it's like a jerk off thing. Like a jerk off implement tool like thing. Right. Yeah, so it's like a second skin. Like, so it's like a pocket pussy thing. Yeah, there you go. But did it look like a pussy? Um, no. It what, does, what did it look like? It looked like <laughs> looks like a black slug, but I mean, like, you should leave that in your mind because it feels better it's than like it looks. It's like gray. I mean... You're, uh, you're a little colorblind, though. It's okay, okay, you're right. It is a little gray. You know? And it doesn't actually look like a slug. It just 
like in the realm of sex toys, I'm so used to these flashback things like are kind of new, new to me. I'm used to sex toys looking like sex parts. Yeah. So it's like this is like surely that's about like, yeah, yeah. sensation. That's the There's no imagination. Like you, like it's about friction. Right. It's about how it feels. So how did it feel? It felt fucking fantastic. So what? So what is the shape of it? So it looks like a sleeve. You said how? Mm-hmm. Like how long is it? How wide is it? Yeah. Is it one where you put your cock in one end and then come inside of it? Or, like, are you able to push your cock all the way through? Yeah. So you can so, push your cock all the way through. Oh, oh, so it's double-ended. Yeah, it's double-ended, and both sides are open. And each side has, like, a different size entrance. Um, Ooh. Like, the larger side is really nice, and the smaller side is really nice as well. And I Wait, think- but which one did you prefer? Well, I would say. Wait, also, do they have the measurements on this thing? So yeah, let's see. Let's see. Because what uh, what is small mean? You know, large opening is one inch wide, and the small opening is essentially a half an inch wide. Jesus. Yeah. 0.58. Oh, so that's it. But there's give to it, right? There's definitely give. It's jelly, so it feels right. really nice. It's like a je- not like jelly. But so like, to anybody who's like my the circumference of my cock is far greater than a yeah, inch, it expands. You could still use it. So there's an inner. A uh, band that is pretty tight. Um, Where is that on it? It's like halfway through, and that is I don't know. And it just stays there. It's like a yeah. fixed band inside. Yeah, it just stays there. Oh, is that to like? Is that to give you like a second dose of suction? Yeah, I mean, honestly, like. <laughs> you know I, what I mean? Like you get that inner, you get that like initial push pushing in suction, and then you yeah. know you want that like yeah. as if either like. An asshole were tightening, or vaginal walls were Correct. tightening, or a throat—you're hitting a throat, yeah. you know, something like For that. For the ass, I would compare it to like getting into like the second ring, like if you're like like doing like second ring, like deep penetration. I love it. And like you know, for pussy, it's like it's like getting past the lips, and then you hit like the second ring. So you're like like when you the feel cervix. it, yeah, when you feel it like starting to like. The part where you get the most amount of friction, essentially. I don't think that's different on different women, but, like, for the purposes of this discussion. <laughs> yeah. That's hot. Mm-hmm. Mm. So what was really great about it is, like, the wide, like, you like to me, it's, like, foreplay with the wide end. And I was really skeptical about the tighter side, being able to, like, get my cock in it. I was like, that looks really small. Um, I guess lube is everything because it does expand. And once, like, it popped in there, it was like my eyes definitely rolled into the back of my head. Well, if you think about it, an asshole isn't just, like, walking around gaping open at, like, Truth. an inch, right? You Truth, know? but <laughs> I mean, I would still say an asshole had once, mo- more once give. You get, once you get past that first ring, it's there is a lot more give inside the body like i feel like right. it's that initial entering yeah that and is... that's not the case with this but that's great because it provides like right an insane amount of friction uh, my only question i think my follow-up would be i'm not like i mean some of my uncut friends i know they have like like these these toys can be uncomfortable with the way they pull back the foreskin and that would I be think, my i think that might have to do with the level of tightness of foreskin and how they jerk off too no that's true some people that's pull true. off pull, pull off yeah they pull it off pull completely off. yeah they pull back their foreskin no that's to true jerk off just you that's know, true cock. i guess with the ring i'm just worried i don't know i guess i'm not because my dick fit all the way through the ring the ring is like a rubber ring i shouldn't make it sound like it's a steel ring there is some give to the rubber ring but it's definitely like tight the ring in the middle it's yeah. really nice 
Yeah, it was super cool. I came in under five minutes. They definitely made a lot of noise. I was actually surprised at how good it felt. Like, because I haven't used these kind of toys a lot because yeah. I love my hand. And, like, I find it hard to believe anything is going to feel better than my hand. Like, other than, like, somebody's mouth or... Yeah, right. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, like... Same. Uh, well, that's yeah. the same. Like, I... So I actually, oh, sorry, I don't want to interrupt. No, 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 I don't have much more to say. Like, thank you to Goddess Christina. If you um, were to rate it out of, like, a 10 scale. 10, okay, given, like, I would have to, like, categorize it by toys. Like, given what it is, like, I've used a flash jack. I like this because the cum, like, just came out the open end. So it's easier to clean. It was easier to clean. And, like, the flash jack seems like, oh, my God, it's so big and fucking insane. Um, so... I liked, I liked it. I thought it worked really well. The friction was just right. Compared to other just plain sleeves and jelly toys, it was it was definitely, I'd give it a nine. Nine, nice. That's great. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, I don't use my new toy yet because I forgot it at home. Or <laughs> been at home. Right. Um, but I did use, I'll, I'll just re-review a toy that I've reviewed on YouTube before. Nice. So um, the Athena's Whole Lot of Love vibrator is super fucking awesome i use it almost every night a lot so of like, love yeah that's what it's okay. called and so what it looks like it's a, it looks like a little bullet and it's red and it has at the at one end of it it has this little essentially it's like a ring but like it's very um sh it's shaped kind of more triangular okay. but like with like a circular and almost kind of like a tongue if you will yeah and what's cool about it is you could like put your fingers through the ring you could put it on a cock if you want to all those things but nice. the other cool thing about it is that that little that little part with you know the different levels of vibration so like you know it has multiple levels it starts off just like regular vibration and stuff and goes right. from there so um the little flicky thing or the little part that looks like the tongue with the hole and it actually ends up like vibrating back and forth almost in a tongue motion Ooh, so it's really nice wow. so if you want like super direct stimulation you get that how do you and think if you that would feel like your butthole and it probably amazing huh. with a little lube you'd want to use a little lube yeah. for that kind of thing but um if you flip it around then you have like the full the full uh size dildo of the size. bullet well it's not a dildo oh, it's, okay. it's a bullet size like so this is like <coughs> the size of probably my hand you know fully it's Got a it. small guide but it's definitely like super vibrating oh my god yeah. yeah it has all sorts of settings it's it's fucking great it's also rechargeable which does that have that fitness. intermittent setting oh yeah it has that like i think it has like 10, 10 settings yeah well, this new one that I got that I haven't tried yet has a turbo boost, <gasps> which I turned on just to play with, just to see what it was like. Nice. And the turbo boost sounds like a drill is like being drilled. <laughs> it, I cannot wait to use it because I'm a quick comer. So what it is, is like 15 seconds of like an extra jolt. So you have all the settings, but then you also have the turbo boost that'll last 15 seconds for you to give you like that extra jump. And I feel like that'll like finish me off probably really easily. Oof. Or just start and finish me. I could probably just turn it on with turbo boost. Actually, I can't wait to hear about that. I think we should like like regularly talk about it. Well, okay, so I have a question. Do what else do you have to do you have anything else? No, to say no, no, that's that? all. That's pretty much it. So I was thinking like one of the things like just I'm, I was excited to get this toy because, like, a lot of conversations with some of my lovers now are involving more and more toys. And, like, I've never really had... My sexuality has not really included toys. Like, I've used them solo, solely like, yeah. <laughs> over the years, but I've never actually incorporated them very much into sex with others. So, like, 
now I guess like because it seems to turn on some of my partners that I like I'm like more curious about things that do feel good and not just about it using toys on them, but like maybe figuring out toys that would feel good on me as well. Well, I feel like cock rings are great for that because both people are stimulated by it. Yeah. Oh, so if you're true. wearing a cock ring and you're like a vibrating one or yes, yeah, obviously okay. yeah, yeah. vibrating cock ring that like has maybe like a an extension to it or a piece to it that's like extra you know like has more i mean obviously i'm thinking in terms of like to vibrate a clitoris but if you were if you were to use it on the base of your cock and fuck somebody in the ass with big chest is amazing sure you know what i mean so like have you incorporated a lot of sex toys in your sex life yes i mean from a young young age i was using sex toys like in general i have like even before i used my first sex toy i still had one like i was like ready to go like ready to use that kind of thing Wow. and then i didn't you know i didn't like the way that like you know a a stiff vibrator felt in my pussy so i was like okay i understand to use this on the outside now because i masturbate on the outside all the time anyways i never penetrated myself for masturbation so it wouldn't make sense to but once in a while there are those times where i'm like yeah i just want the feeling of that but um, anyway, so I've been using sex toys forever, and of course, like, I don't know, especially dating people, I've always dated deviants and or women that typically were into incorporating toys into the bedroom. Nice. And, um... Like, what kind of toys? Depending. Like, strap-ons, obviously, with women. Okay. Vibrators with women. Um, like, hands, like, small vibrating things, especially, you know, controller-type things, the lumper size control. Nice. Um... Vibrating mm-hmm. cock rings a lot with men, but I've also put vi- my vibrating cock ring on a strap on before because that's fun. Oh, interesting. Um, the cool part is that a lot of these new toys are actually, you know, harness friendly too. So like these awesome vibrate, like that vibrator I was talking about that uh, Christina sent me is also goes on. It also sticks to the wall and also goes on a harness to the wall. too. Nice. So these, it's really great. I know a lot of toys used to have that too, but I found that you know those were a lot more expensive. So yeah. like. You know, I'm getting spoiled now. But anyway, so um, a lot of other toys. Let's see. I don't know. I feel like it, there's been just times where, like, if I didn't have my vibrating cock ring charged, I would just put, like, a toy up against, like, a dude's dick and try to fit <laughs> inside myself with oh, him. Like, if I was really extra. Because, okay. like, if I'm at that point where we're taking out a toy and <laughs> to vibrate ourselves, I'm, st- I'm probably, like like expanded you know what i mean i'm extra wet i'm like at that point where like putting a toy and a dick in me at once isn't going to be that big of a deal how does the toy conversation like i'm really tight typically but like after a a good loosening if you will after you know no it's elastic that shit opens up you know um how does one like like incorporate like a toy in there like like does it happen like does the guy ask do you have any toys like how does it usually like work well it should be any you know any way you want it to work but it should be obviously with consent you don't just whip it out and use it on the person obviously sure, but like i think it's it's like i so my way if you want like you know everybody has different ways to talk about things but being open about it maybe talking about it ahead of time before so that way there isn't any embarrassment i would say like you know, if you the the worst thing would be to have your partner take out a toy and then you like laugh in their face because maybe you're not taking it seriously or maybe you're like right. unsure, maybe you're shy about it, maybe it makes you giggle and then they're feeling shame. So right, right, I right, think right. maybe a conversation maybe outside of the bedroom ahead of time. Sure. Get get you know get all of those giggles out then if maybe it is something you're shyer about. Right. And then also if 
you're sort of op- like known to be more open and maybe that wouldn't be that big of a deal to just present it in the bedroom. You feel like you probably won't be laughed at or maybe it's been something sure. you've talked about. I find that having like a sex drawer next to your bed is sexy. Yeah. Like a drawer of toys to choose from that are all clean it's also and lined convenient. up. It's convenient, but like they're all clean, they're all lined up, they're yeah. all charged, they're all... <laughs> it is like... In, there's nothing less sexy than like having to go char- like plug in your rechargeable vibrator that you can't use uh, it's charging or like trying to find right. batteries or you know fucking there's like someone else's jizz on something you know what I mean like there's you gotta have like right. a nice clean sexy toy drawer so like sure. I use like silk to like line my toy, toy drawer so that the toys uh, stay nice if like they are out of the package oh, that's a great idea and so far, it's been, I don't know if that's, I recommend it. I never actually did the research. I just kind of tested it out. It was like the nicest material to use. Wow, I like that old silk scarf. That would be nice. Yeah, so I like lined my drawer and just, that's, that's my awesome. sex drawer. And then it's like, it also shows, you know, I'm in, I need business. Take a pick. Like, yeah. you want to get tied up? Do you want to use the tape that doesn't rip your arm hair off? Or yeah. do you want to like, you know, fuck with this dildo? I mean, you know, it's so interesting to me because, like, you know, we grew up in small town-ish areas where, like, you know, unlike New York City where, like, you can find a sex shop, like, somewhere pretty close by. Like, you don't have to drive to one. You can walk by one on the way to the subway kind of thing. Like, there used to be, like, I used to wonder how do people get sex toys? And, like, I think I was, like, maybe 18 and a co-worker of mine because she knew i was like open about sex was like hey i want to have i'm part of this thing and i want to have a toy party and i was like a toy party like with kids fuck no you can't you can't invite your kids over my house like i was like what toy she's like no like dildos and stuff and there's stuff for guys too and i was like okay she's like but you're not really supposed to have a co-ed party and I was like, that's why when we were talking to like uh, Goddess Christina, I was like, this co-ed party being allowed is is a nice thing because that was a pain in the ass because it's like, well, you want to use my house, but like, I can't attend the party officially. Right. Weird. Yeah. Well, I know that was uh, well. It was funny because my first sex toy was given to me by my friend and at my locker, and I like threw it in my locker and then threw it in my backpack and took it home. In high school? Yeah, I nice. would use it like a year later. Finally. It was like a gag gift, kind of. Oh, right. <laughs> and then <clears throat> I think when I was 16, I went to that store, I don't know, one of those like amazing God now or something like that, that was local, but kind of local. But I went with like some older friends and they didn't card me for some reason. So I was able to go in and actually buy one of my older friends a present for their birthday. I think I bought a, a fucking uh, pocket pussy actually because it was like, you know, I thought that was funny. And I was like, oh, the this is cool. Is I like these toys. And I got myself a couple of the toys. <laughs> and then um, after I like, turned 18, you couldn't get me out of that place. I was there probably like weekly trying to buy like new stuff. And, nice. You know, because I couldn't spend like the, a lot on it. But I, because I also worked out that way. So like, I'd be like, oh, I'm going to swing by Amazing and see what seedy thing I can pick up, you know? <laughs> so I've always had like a drawer of options. Yeah. And, and having that is helpful because sometimes people don't want to have to have like something that they have to hold on to they want a cocker and that's hands-free or they want yeah you know i remember i i just have this like strap it's like this thing that you put your your it's like you loop your hands into side the side like each side of it and it's a strap that then like in the middle has like this cushiony part that's just like really thin but it still like holds your hips nice 
that alone, it's such a nice way to fuck. Wait, oh, they use and, it to and, fuck. Right. And so, so instead, when you're doing somebody doggy style, instead of like holding on to their fucking shoulders or their hair yes. or, and all those things are fine if that's what you want to do, but like, okay. or their hips or whatever, this thing like kind of, um, you hold it at like the lower part of your tummy, like basically around your hips. Okay. And, and it like is the you person is slant, able pull them into you. yeah the person's able to really like control oh, your body shit, that and, would have been convenient the other night i know and oh, and man. then i had like one of those things like those like triangular things where you can like prop your body in or, like a good you know position and then like i just had a lot of these like sex toys that like ended up making sex interesting and like it was fun to experiment with people i can't believe the stuff that's available these days mm. I mean, this was available like when I was seventeen, so is what I was just telling you. <laughs> no, sure, but I would have been twenty something. Like I really like, had like an interest in sex toys when I was younger, and then and now, now, right? right I get it. Like, yeah, so there's this there's big, big gap. gap. Time. Oh, I'm, I'm like kind of introducing you to like the different things. I mean, it's true. It's it like all of this has kind of been a reintroduction to like where sex and sex toys and everything is that now and it is a very different place like there's a lot of shit that's not in the shadows anymore well and i feel i don't know i feel like a lot of people have their own personal shame with like pulling out a sex toy and using it oh it makes too much noise no it doesn't you know what if anybody has a problem with you vibrating in a room next door to them, then they yeah. need to get over that. People used to go to those motels and get put those quarters in those beds that like were five times louder than any vibrator. Of course, like don't be don't be ashamed and don't feel weird that you're having you know you're enjoying Pleasure. yourself and it doesn't matter if it's coming from you. Like I don't know, it's the same as like when people aren't willing to pay for sex or aren't willing, but they really want to do that person or they really want to. It's like. You really want to have that great orgasm, but you're not willing to like grab the toy because you feel a weird shame about it kind of thing. Because it's almost like, no, I, I should just be able to orgasm on my own. Or like I should be, just be able to have sex for free. It's like, yeah, right. you should be able to, but sometimes it's nice to have some assistance, right? Like, right. I, right? Absolutely. It's, it's kind of like, I don't know, maybe that's a little weird to say. But. I don't know. I mean, what, what is actually weird to say? To I don't know. I just find that that's like very, that there's like that same like idea around it you know why do it the harder way or the the way that takes extra effort or time when i can right. do it the easy well well why not it's going to be more worth it. it's going to be worth it right absolutely it's always worth it to if you're paying for sex it's going to be worth it if you're <laughs> putting a cock sleeve on your cock it's probably going unless it's a shitty brand it's going to be worth it like <laughs> get, yeah get over it it was worth it i'm saying right now i'm just ranting you know <laughs> You know what I was just saying? Nobody said that it's like dick submissions or pussy submissions anymore. We scare everybody away with that. I just think that we have to remind people that we still do. <coughs> yeah. Whatever. Maybe people don't care anymore. I don't really care. Or no. <laughs> it's not like I want to look at dicks all day. I already have to do it. That's true. For a living. I mean, I still think it's the art of like critiquing like dick picks oh it's been fun and it's fun yeah. to like you know that certain friends have listened to it and gone off to it I'm, I'm not gonna deny that part of it yeah. i'm just saying like whatever i mean i'm not gonna like you know feel sad that somebody doesn't want me to see their wiener like, well and know? right and right now honestly like if you want us to do that stuff you really need to go to tptproductions.manybits.com like you know there's all sorts of methods of you to interact with us that way for a fee of course you're always just pimping us out. Well, you know, we got shit to do. Okay. Well, we'll see you next time. <laughs> <laughs>
Are you having? You don't have any more blunts rolled. The no, episode is the fucking episode over. Is over. Hi everyone, welcome to a new segment on the Screw called Queer Corner. Today we have one of our interns at the Screw podcast, John, with some information on queer representation in comics and beyond. Welcome, John. Hi. Thank you for having me. Sorry, sir. Sorry, sir. I'm going to talk about all the gay stuff. <laughs> yes, that's exactly what we want. All the gay stuff. The comic world is one that is full of diversity. Um, one of the conversations that's often had are, is around character sexuality. Queer representation can go many different ways from satirical to like actual just everyday people who happen to be queer and like that's part of their story, but not the center of their story. Yeah. What are you seeing in comics these days of your own queer representation of this? Um, I see that when it comes to queer representation, the queer characters are always just side characters. Okay. They never get to be the main hero. Not usually. Okay. And if they are the main heroes, um, their sexuality pretty much is just unknown to everyone. Right. Like I mentioned to you earlier, Wonder Woman. They got, nobody knows, or at least most people don't know, Wonder Woman is in fact bisexual. I didn't know that. Yeah. And how do we know that? How is that represented in the comics? It isn't. Okay. It, like, for Wonder Woman, it really isn't. Okay. Cause, so how do we know that she's bisexual? Um, It was confirmed by writers okay. of DC Comics and all that. Like, it, it is a legit fact about her. Why did people think, like, why did people think she was bisexual? Is there stuff in the storylines that, like, gives her a more free sexuality? Uh, I mean, besides the fact that she came from an island of all women? <laughs> uh, yeah, the, the idea of her being lesbian or bisexual has been, you know, it's been brought up many times. People have questioned it a lot. But it's never been confirmed until recently, because uh-huh. you know the 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 sexuality of Amazons themselves in the comics. It's just like it's something people have wondered all the time because it uh, they have confirmed that they do reproduce by having sex with men, of right. course. Well, they don't have relationships. They with don't have relationships with men. In fact, in fact, <laughs> they actually get themselves pregnant by tricking men into having sex with them and then killing them. Oh, Jesus. And That's a very praying mantis. Yeah, kind of, and then like, they kind of... I don't... Re- actually, I do remember what they do with the male babies. They leave them on boats. So that instead of killing them like they okay. would act like grown men, they don't kill the babies, thankfully. Well, that's good. Yeah. That's but, good. you know, Amazons, they don't like men. But, you know, they people have asked, so if they don't have relationships with men, who right. do they have relationships with? And obviously it's been confirmed they have relationships with themselves right. amongst the women. So nice. that's something. So what else is there that you see? So that's like kind of an old school character. That yeah, has some, Wonder Woman some herself. Queer, uh, identity to her. And then of course you have other um, heroes who have like big names like she does. You have a few. You have like people with the Bat names or the Green Lantern names, uh-huh. but these characters are just side characters. You know, they're just like like minor storylines or like alternate alternative storylines yeah or they're just like 
little branches of the main characters themselves. So they've been willing to give like a taste over the years with like some queer representation, but never but, as like a highlighted nope. thing. Uh, I think the most recent of major heroes who have been confirmed as queer has to be like Batwoman, you know, like everyone knows Batwoman is a lesbian. It's like, thankfully, when it comes to her, it actually is a big part of who she is. Does she have relationships in the comics? Yes, she does. So like, it's not one of those, it's thankfully for her, it's not one of those things that it's just like brushed over and nobody talks about. Like, it's a big part of who she is. Because being queer is a big part of who we are. Exactly. Right? <laughs> but, but, you know, sadly for most queer characters, it's that's not the case. Not it's the just case. something they don't talk about at all. Mm-hmm. What is what is a representation that you haven't seen in comics yet that you would really like to see? Um, I know, I, I don't, I don't really see much when it comes to people who are autistic. Okay. Who have Down syndrome. Okay. Like, you know, you don't you don't see that much. Right. And you definitely wouldn't see the ones that are also queer as well. Like right. you're never going to see a hero who is both autistic and LGBTQ. You know, it's, very interesting. And I really like it's this is something I've been thinking about for a long time now. Like even in high school, I would think to myself, I kind of wish I would see more characters who have like down syndrome who are disabled who are like just like we're different who are different basically because you just you just feel like everybody gets left out all the time including us like in the queer community absolutely and we don't we're not seeing very much trans representation we don't not at all no i wish i could see them more too it's interesting that's interesting to me because like any of us us like like literature sci-fi nerds like you know like always appreciated the kind of gender fluidity of some of the storylines in old school um old school Mm sci-fi where like you would have these species of people that all of a sudden just have different descriptions and ideas about gender and like that lets you take on different storylines that aren't that archetypal like i see that a lot in comics right there is all the action against evil, but there's all these romantic sidelines as well, yeah. right? And that's where it's like, I remember, you know, especially as a teenager, being like, I don't want to cure this, like, <laughs> stereotypical heterosexual romance, like, in between, like, the fighting. Mm-hmm. Because, like, I don't recognize myself in it. Like, I always think, I if I'm going to see the, what they do on a day-to-day basis when they're not fighting crime, can I at least see some of them going to, like, gay clubs hell like, yes like dancing Absolutely. with a bunch of drag queens and everything Absolutely. like i don't see those people no exactly oh i also uh noticed that i think one of the main reasons they uh they're a bit afraid to show that kind of representation is that most comic geeks don't like that stuff like if you notice when uh, right before captain marvel came out right a lot of the comic geeks were upset that she was yeah. trying to like 
show more representation okay, towards her, women. Shows her story. Yeah, and that she was pro-feminism right. and everything. Like, I couldn't... And for those who don't know, because Captain Marvel has been represented as a, a male and represented as a female in their universes, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, they could have... They could easily pick the male one. But But to be fair, the female ones are the ones that are a lot more well-known. Hell yeah. Because they're always more badass. Me, personally, (laughs) I don't read Marvel that much. But when I I think Captain Marvel, I I never thought the male one. Like, for the longest time, I didn't even know he existed either. Yeah, nice. And even now, when I uh, think Captain Marvel and I don't think of the usual blonde one, I think, oh, Marvel? They must be talking about the female Muslim one. Like right. that's the those are the two I always right. go to. I never See, go to the male one. I think I think what it is is like, you know, you're right. Like a lot of, you know, the kind of comic fans and stuff can seem you know, I thought this about wrestling, right? Mm-hmm. You know, Felicia. Yeah. Like it's like, oh, you know, this is like the queer community can't be strong within this because it just doesn't seem like something that would attract mm-hmm. queer individuals. And lo and behold, like it attracts tons of queer individuals. Like even, you know, some of the the like more vocal commentaries are queer people commenting on like wrestling and working to like get more representation in there. And like that's I think there are a lot of queer people who enjoy comics and enjoy a lot of these things that don't don't necessarily feel like they see themselves within that community, yeah. identifying within that community because, of, like you said, there there sometimes seems to be a lot of like heteronormative like masculinity being thrown around, and and you know we don't want them to change an entire character's backstory right. and make make them go from like heterosexual to queer. Right. Like we're not asking right. you to change right. the characters that right. already exist. We're asking you to. Bring us new characters that are just like us. Listen to that DC of Marvel. <laughs> like, I didn't say I want to see Superman gay now. I want right. to see your next big hero, a queer Character. male just like me. Yeah, like, exactly. Exactly. Or queer female. Whatever. No, like, female, of course. Put them all out there. But, like, give us something... Because those people that are interested in this, you know, I mean, it's advice for them. Mm-hmm. This is a market that you have an opportunity to make money off of. Yeah. If you put more, because rep- they're reading it anyways without the representation. All representation is going to do is increase your market. It's the same with the wrestling. The more you are able to show more representation in this, you're creating new markets. People that were like, I didn't watch that before because there weren't female wrestlers mm-hmm. or the, the female wrestlers were only sexualized. They weren't like actually treated like the male wrestlers for athleticism. All that's changing now. When the divas started getting popular in wrestling, I was like, damn. Yep. Like I was a lot more interested in AJ back then than nice. I was anybody else. Nice, nice. nice. <laughs> I know my brother was too, but nice. I don't, you know, I don't watch wrestling with him that often anymore. What is what is the thing you like most about comics? Um, I like that there's always morality to these heroes. I like that they always have their codes. And, and they always seem to be wrestling with those demons, mm-hmm. right? Like, much like human beings. When I think of comics, I always think, like, I wish people in real life were more like these heroes. Yeah. I just kind of wish there were people who could actually make as big of a difference as they can in just a single day. Right. But, you know, that's never going to be the case, True. sadly. True. 
but it's it's nice. Like the one thing that I always hear challenged about the superhero narrative, superhero narrative, and it's is what I like about like how you like some more of the group, like Justice League and things like that, things that are more group efforts. Mm-hmm. You know, is that you know, the hero thing is less relatable in real life. Like to make things happen, to fight against evil or whatever you need lots of people to do it yeah. right you need a collection of people and and anyways when i look at my favorite heroes i always think damn like i really want to be like them even now as like as i'm getting older i i still want to be <laughs> like batman you know like i i still want to fight for people who can't fight for themselves Hell and yeah. i want to see those kind of people get protected, but also want to see them, you know, protect themselves as well. Right, because it does think, like, the thing, like, can't we be heroes too? Like, are we always the victims? We need somebody else to, mm-hmm. like, rescue us. And I always, like, I just want to, I just look at my heroes and I think, you know, they've, they've got hearts of gold. And, like, yeah. I really want to be seen as a person with a heart of gold as well. Like, I know anyone who reads comics for the superheroes, not because, you know, there's other people who read them for the villains. But, sure, of course. But I, I'd favorite like, villains. Yeah, yeah, but I'd like to think anybody who has their favorite heroes wishes they were like them, you know? True. Anyway, like, Superman is very stereotypical of a hero, but yeah. he's still the big blue. Like, everybody yeah. looks up to him. Is there anything with, like, queer representation that you've heard about coming out or that you're excited about or things in the works? Um, not that I know of. I know there are some stories I've been reading, like, some storylines that involve queer, like, representation and all that, and it's, like, starting to build up to all that stuff. Like, I showed you in, uh, spoilers. Spoilers, that's fine. In Paper Girls, I showed you a few pics of, like, you know, a bunch of gays and lesbians and queers in in the comics. And even the main characters have been, like, they've been building up all, like, all these issues to two of the main characters being lesbians. And I'm just like, get it. Like, yes. I've been been waiting for this, you know? I should definitely say, having read, read the one that you gave me, this is a really cool... Like, what? How would you describe these kind of comics? Graphic comics, adult comics, like, uh, like. I, I mean, comic books in general are just like all adults. Yeah, that's true. Like, but this like isn't like the you know the artwork is much like larger scale than like the little DC Marvel. Oh no, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. I, I, it has it mostly has to do with <coughs> the company they come from. I, right. I, Paper Girls comes from Images Comics. Okay. So. Or image. I don't know if there's an yes. I think it's image. Yeah. But you know who I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, they yeah, come definitely. from they're they're known for that sort of art style art and everything. Style. So I've been yes. getting a lot more into them. I've been getting a lot more into boom comics. The guy the people who make um mostly they they're the ones that produce Cartoon Network's comic books like Adventure Time and Steven Universe and stuff. Oh, okay. Which, you know, Steven Universe, anybody who knows about that show, that's all about queer representation. I have to say that that show is like, it makes like, me feel like a kid again, but that show is kind of super special. Like the creator of the show, she comes up with the this little, this, l- this little excuse to have the, the show and the comics pass as not being too gay or too LGBTQ for, you know, for like younger viewers and stuff. 
she says that the characters don't have genders, but we all know they're all women. Right. <laughs> like, that is kind of the beautiful thing, and like every everything about that show is in service to kind of like feminine power and mm-hmm. feminine energy and shit, girl magic. And yeah, like, pretty much. I mean, literally, like, and and what's great is because it doesn't need. This is one of those cases where I say like like shoving queer representation and being obvious about it like wouldn't be as useful as the way they're doing it and i just like what i love about that show too is just like how they go into like different sorts of relationships toxic relationships the good relationships and and bads of all types and an amazing soundtrack Oh, the sound. I like. I can't even get over it. Like it was so surprising. Like people, whoever's listening, when you watch this, I think it's on Hulu, right? Yeah, it's on Hulu. When you watch it, like you're gonna be like, "You fucking people are crazy." But These like, first four episodes, sure. But once you get past episode five, you just. Like, I mean, like, for my stoner buddies out there, like, roll yourself a nice one and just enjoy the visual because it's, it's very visual. It is trippy. The show is very trippy. It's very well done. But the moral beautiful. messages which you say you love, mm-hmm. these moral messages in this show are beautiful. They're the kind of ones we need going forward. And don't even get me started on like the physical representations of different people with different bodies and stuff. Body types, like yeah. you'll see the these like you'll sh- see um the main characters are like either like really small. You'll see that they're women. They're all women that are like tall and small and wide and you know beefy Mm -hmm. and masculine but they're all women nonetheless right and their voices all range yeah from deep to high it's crazy and the men there's no fear and the men express fear they express anxiety they express their own femininity steven himself is just known for being really like he's he He's not afraid to be feminine, you know? Like, he just doesn't Y'all care. Y'all need to check out this show. Like, a woman, like, created, like, it's, 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 it's A amazing. non-binary woman who is also bisexual. I, see, see, there you go. See, I don't even know the full backstory. I just know that it's pure fucking queer magic. Or is she pansexual? Either way, she's queer. <laughs> Rebecca, it doesn't even matter. Rebecca Sugar. Even if you she, know her, you know her. Even if she wasn't the representation... It, it's the it's, show itself. It's they did good, such a fabulous job. job. Mm-hmm. Any parting thoughts on on anything we've talked about um, that you want to get through and get out there? If anybody knows any comics out there where they have queer representation that isn't so stereotypical, like the ones they usually represent, or they're, the characters are the main characters and not just overshadowed by someone with a bigger name like you would Batman with Batwoman or anyone for that matter just like please let me know <laughs> like I just want like just like do you want to give people your IG so uh, they know follow you sure uh, my IG is sunflower hot no underscores nothing like that just one big word sunflower hot yeah mm-hmm. Well, thank you for talking to us about that today. And yeah, I would love to hear it too. So if any of you know, like, please flood us. Like, always screw podcast at gmail.com. If you want to send us links to things, please do. And, you know, hit, hit um, John up on IG and show him some love because he posts these beautiful, beautiful things on his IG. Yeah. Art, pictures, color, lots of color. And you need that these days. <laughs> so thanks for coming on. Thank you for having me.